0: Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 2712. Well, it's Monday, which means it's Fett day, and we're going to talk about the last stories in which Boba Fett appears before the events of A New Hope. Punch it. <laughs> Hey Rebel Razor. I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So here we are with Fett Day. Boba Fett appears in the novel Dark Disciple, which is part of the Clone Wars legacy, if you will, or at least I guess technically it was until it then became the Dark Disciple novel. And that's the novel by Christy Golden that came out in 2015 and it adapts eight episodes of the Clone Wars that never got produced. Now, the novel primarily concerns itself with Quinlan Voss and Asajj Ventress, but Boba Fett does come into play in the novel. He appears in it a few times, and so that's what we're going to be focusing on today. We'll start with the general premise and how Boba Fett gets involved in this thing. So. The Jedi Council is trying to figure out how to deal with the separatists, and they come up with a plan to assassinate Count Dooku. They send Quinlan Voss, the cowboy Jedi, off to try to do this, but he wants to have some sort of companion to go along with him. Master Yoda suggests Asaj Ventress, who is no longer under Dooku's employ. And we've talked about that in previous episodes because it's come up. And so Voss goes down into the Coruscant. Underworld to level thirteen, thirteen. Ah, yeah. Where he finds Crate's Claw hanging out in a bar. In particular, he finds Bosk and gives him a little force nudge, saying that he's looking for the quote-unquote bald banshee. And he's pretending to be a bounty hunter in his own right, trying to you know figure out how to deal with Asajj Ventress, claiming that she's stolen a couple of bounties from him, and he's trying to locate her. Bosk says, "Oh yeah, I know somebody who might know." And so Bosk brings Voss to Boba Fett saying, hey, boss, wow, (laughs) there's a lot of alliteration there. So Bosk says, hey, boss, this guy's looking for No Name, the rookie. And that's how they know Ventress, because, of course, Ventress didn't give her name in that episode, Bounty, and Boba Fett's like, yeah, rookie, don't you believe it? She knows exactly what she's doing, and he mentions that she's doing a job on Pantora. It was a job that Boba Fett said he was potentially interested in himself until he heard that she was involved in it, and then decided he wanted nothing to do with the job whatsoever, which, under the circumstances of the episode Bounty, in the Clone Wars, yeah, you can probably figure out why so Voss takes off to find Ventress and as he's leaving Fett mutters he has no idea what he's getting himself into which you know is kind of true and Voss reflects in the narrative that that's the most exciting part for him and then Boba Fett shows up later on in the novel when Voss has been captured by Count Dooku and is being tortured by him and yeah I don't know how much to tell you about this to give you what you need to know. But basically, first of all, we're in spoiler territory for Dark Disciple in case you haven't figured that out. Anyway, Voss is being trained by Ventress to be able to kill Dooku by you know opening up into the dark side of the force. And basically, when things go wrong and Voss gets captured by Dooku, Dooku essentially decides to finish the dark side training and tortures Voss, and there's other stuff that happens because Voss's Jedi Master had been killed previously, and Ventress told Voss, that it was Dooku who killed the Jedi Master, but really it was Ventress. And Voss's particular force power is psychometry, where he can touch an object and feel things about the history of the object. And so basically, Dooku gave Voss the Jedi Master's blade, and you know, the one, the Voss's Jedi Master who had been killed. Duca gives Voss that blade, and with the psychometry, he realizes that Ventress was lying to him, that Ventress was actually the one who killed the Jedi Master. So that causes problems that you need to be aware of for this next part where Boba Fett shows up. Oh yeah, and the other thing you need to know is that Voss and Ventress have fallen in love with each other and Ventress is distraught and needs to get Voss rescued from Dooku. So, she goes to Crates claw and says, I need your help. And Boba Fett rakes her over the coals and is like, oh really? What was that you said? <laughs> and in the narrative, Asajj thinks to herself that she had underestimated just how wounded the boy's pride was as a result of the events of that episode, Bounty, and so it's going to cost her, as a result, it's going to cost her just about all the money she has managed to sock away as a bounty hunter, a quarter of a million credits. And Boba Fett doesn't want any part of this deal, basically, he still just wants to walk away, but Bosk and the rest of Crate's Claw are like, that's more money than we've heard of in quite a while, we're super excited, and so Boba Fett's basically willing to say, All right, you guys go do it, but, you know, the Syndicate gets a cut, the Crates Claw Syndicate, and Ventress is like, No, it needs to be the whole team. I need you too. And Boba Fett says, All right, fine, whatever. And while Ventress is watching the other members of Crates Claw go, Boba draws a blaster and ends up sticking it right in her face before she even realizes it and says... I'm not the kid you left on quartzite, and I know you're gonna betray us. They don't know it, but I know you're gonna do it, and if you double-cross me, you're going to pay for it. And then he does a little blaster twirl, probably a little bit like his dad, and then takes off. But yeah, now we get the idea that ah, maybe Boba Fett has done a little bit of growing since his last encounter with Asajj. So the mission is pretty straightforward. Boba Fett and Krayt's claw need to provide a distraction and keep battle droids occupied while Ventress goes into the prison and breaks Voss out. That is in theory how it's supposed to go. They get to Sereno, because he's being held at Count Dooku's palace, and the Crates Claw folks ask Ventress, like, you know, why is Dooku interested in this guy anyway? And Ventress tells him the truth, says, well, he tried to kill Dooku. And all of the Crates Claw bounty hunters are kind of like smacking themselves like, oh god, this is bad. We should have known that before we went in there, and Boba Fett is already like, Ugh and Ventress has to assure them, nope, it's still the same deal and I'm taking on the riskiest part. Just, you know, there's shuttles flying in, get their attention, keep them occupied. So they blow up a shuttle and they're getting ready to steal another one while Ventress goes into the prison and it turns out that Voss, with all the stuff that I just explained to you a little bit earlier, is really mad at Ventress and has gone all the way over to the dark side of the force with his you know, training and torture via Dooku. And so they have a huge battle. And basically, Ventress figures out that Voss is not going to you know, relent. He's trying to kill Ventress. So, at the very least, Ventress can kind of lead him outside, or maybe some of the other members of Krait's Claw can help her subdue Voss and they can take him away. And so they get outside the prison where all heck is breaking loose. And shockingly, Bosk has managed to capture Count Dooku in the midst of all of this. Dooku wasn't even supposed to be there. But he's got him, and he's got him, like, in a little net webbing thing that Bosk has with his blaster. And has him, like, at blaster pointed on the ground. The Clone Wars could have ended right there, except for the fact that Bosk wasn't getting paid to kill Dooku. And so there's no incentive for him to kill Dooku, so he does ah. That, of course, is super frustrating. And as they're... Exiting the prison, Voss basically force throws Ventress across the landing pad, and it's Boba who hauls her up and is like, Hey, what's going on? Because they were supposed to be in and out in 15 minutes, and he was yelling at her as she was running in, like, 15 minutes! And Voss is now out and sees Dooku on the ground, and they're basically like, Leave him, leave him, let's go! And Boba doesn't seem to acknowledge that this is Quinlan Voss doesn't seem to recognize him from their encounter earlier in the book, but they're basically like getting on one of these shuttles that they're going to steal, and Ventress essentially says, leave me, I'm going to deal with this, and Boba's like, no, nope, you're coming with me, and he is the one who kind of drags her onto the shuttle so that way everybody can escape. And when they're finally on the shuttle, Ventress says to Boba Fett, you could have left me back there. And he says, yeah, but I'm not you, which is intended to be a dig at Ventress. And she takes it as such, but you know, doesn't say anything because she's like, ow, ow, you know? <laughs> Like, it's, she realizes the truth of it, and she's crushed by what happened with the encounter with Quinlan Voss. so yeah, things are really bad, and Boba Fett, not necessarily knowing how bad things are, just kinda kicks her while she's down, basically. And there's one last mention after that situation happens where Ventress is reflecting that she had expended whatever meager goodwill she may have had with Krait's claw as a result of that failed mission, although You know, it's kind of strange to consider that, you know, maybe any goodwill has been lost because they all got paid and they got to steal a shuttle in the process. Ventress is the only one who, you know, suffered any losses as a result of that operation. She paid up front for it and didn't get what she was hoping for. But it does go to show that Boba Fett has matured significantly from the events of Bounty when we saw him last. So this was supposed to be season seven of the Clone Wars, if this had actually become episodes as Opposed to a novel, but still it's like same time frame situation. So that's as opposed to season four of the Clone Wars, which is where we saw Boba and Ventress have their first interaction in the Bounty episode. So it's at least a year later and apparently Boba has matured and seems to have more concern for his teammates than perhaps he did when we saw him in season 4 and when Ventress was considering that he wasn't very much of a leader because he wasn't asking after the welfare of his teammates in that whole adventure. And that right there is everything that you need to know about Boba Fett from his appearance in Dark Disciple. There are a couple more Boba Fett appearances that happen in the canon timeline, prior to the events of A New Hope and they happen in the IDW comics and the Star Wars Adventure comics that's for younger readers. So there are three of them one of which he just gets briefly mentioned and it has nothing to do with anything you need to know. One of them he is present where Max Rebo's brother gets involved in some hijinks and he's just kind of standing around in the background. The only other one that you might actually want to know about is a story where Boba Fett is hired by some Gamorrean guy to delay Han Solo on a job that he's running. This guy's name is Krob Vell. And maybe I should step back one pace and say that Boba Fett apparently has a debt that he owes this guy. And so to pay off that debt and then some, Boba goes to find where Han and Chewie are doing some sort of job and shoots at him in space, which makes the Falcon have to make an emergency landing on the planet. And it slows down their turnaround time for the job that they're doing so that When they get back to this, you know, Krob person, they have to, you know, apologize and grovel and be more in debt to him and have to run more jobs to him. So Krob basically pays Boba Fett to get Han Solo to have to do more work for him. And that right there pretty much covers every adventure in the canon timeline for Boba Fett before he appears in the special edition of A New Hope. And that right there is going to do it for our Fett Day coverage today. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it. As always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be.